Today we give the fourth uh, brief talk on the fourth section of Parshas Vezosa Brocha, beginning from Ravi. Once again, we have been learning about the Brochos which Moshe Rabbeinu gave to the various Shvotim. The last one we read was the Brochos he gave to um, Yosef, ending with Ephraim and Menashe, the children of Yosef. And now we move on to the brachos that he gives. In this case, he gives kind of two shavotim, two tribes, the brachos, at the same time. Zvulun and Yisachar. Zvulun first, just as Yaakov gave Zvulun first, although Yisachar was the older, Rashi says. Zvulun was mentioned first because, after all, it is because of Zvulun that Yisachar has his success. And Rashi explains, V'lizvulun omar, and to Zvulun, Moshe Rabbeinu said, Semach Zvulun b'tseisecha. Zvulun, be happy, rejoice in your going out. Zvulun went out, as the Mephoshim explained, really in two ways. First of all, he went out to see. He was the merchant who did business abroad, so to speak. And he was also the one who went to war often. Whereas Yisachar b'ohalecha. Yisachar is not blessed in his outward movements, whether they be uh, seafaring or whether they be military conquest, but rather Yisachar is blessed in your ohel, in your tent, either in his learning Torah, in his uh, intellectual pursuits, in his being the one, as Rashi explains, to be Ma'aber Shonim and Koveach Odoshim. They were the great astronomers, the great learned people. As the Posuk says in Divrei Hayomim Aleph, Ubem Yode Vino Le'itim. They knew about times, about calendar in Yonim. And also Yisochar, as we will see, has a blessed land agriculturally, but in one locale not moving out as Zvulun went out. And of course, uh, as Rashi explains, Zvulun and Yisachar had this partnership, whereas Zvulun would go out to the sea. Uh, Yaakov gave Zvulun the breast blessing, Zvulun lechof yamim yishkon, he lived along the coast, and therefore he went out, Rashi says, lepragmatia, to do business, to be the merchant, and he was the one who supported Yisachar, who were the Yoshvim v'oskim Torah, the ones who sat still and studied Torah. The Pesach continues with his double bracha, the bracha to the double Shvatim, Yisachar, the twin Shvatim, so to speak, Yisachar and Zvulun. Amim har yikro. They will call nations, they will summon or beckon nations to the Har, to the mountain. Shom yizbechu zivchei tzedek. There the nations will offer sacrifices of righteousness. And the Mepharshim say, Rashi chief among them, that when Zvulun would do business with people, and people would come to his coastal towns, once they came to the coastal towns, they would say, well, since I'm here already, let me go up to Yerushalayim. They would go up to Yerushalayim, and either they would offer 
zivchei tzedek, they would offer voluntary karbonos, or an alternative pshat Rashi gives is that they became so impressed with the Jewish religion, with the Jewish God, with the Jewish way of life, that they became gerim, they become converts, they became converts and offered sacrifices, zivchei tzedek, at the har, at the mountain, namely at the base Amigdosh. Zvulun, having living on the coast, and Yisachar deriving benefit from Zvulun's wealth, had the blessing of ki shefa yamim yinoku. He was able to um, easily obtain, as a child obtains milk from its mother, he was easily able to suck up the bounty of the seas. Rashi says the chalazon, the trees, various sea animals were the shefa, the bounty, the richness which provided Zvulun, usufune tumunechol, and also Zvulun, and through Zvulun Yisachar had access to all those things which are buried in the sand. Rashi suggests zuchuchis, glass. So this is Yisachar and Zvulun, and then we move to God. Now God, as we know was one of the Shavuotim that chose to settle on the east bank of the Jordan. And therefore, he is a spe- and he did so by volunteering to go with his brothers to the west side of the Jordan, wage war with them, keep his promise to wage war with them, and then return to the east side of the Jordan. So he is blessed in this manner. God Omar, and to God, God, or about God, Moshe said, Baruch Marchiv God, blessed be the Rebona Shlolem God, who has extended the boundaries of God to the east. Kelovi Shochein, God was a powerful um, warrior. As Yaakov Avinu, back in Parshas Vayechi, said of God, God gedud yigudenu vuhu yagud okay, that God was somehow a powerful military force. So here too, Moshe Rabbeinu, and by the way, in many ways, Moshe Rabbeinu's blessings to the Shvatim um, are an echo of Yaakov of Venus' blessings. And for those of you who are willing to do a deeper study than we can do in this context, it's advisable to compare the brachos of Yaakov Avinu in Pashas Vayechi to the brachos of Moshe Rabbeinu in Pashas Vezos Abrocha. And they have much in common. And here too, Yaakov saw in God a warrior. Moshe says of God, Kilavi Shochein. He dwells like a lion ready to pounce. Vitoraf Zroa Afkot Kod. And when he goes to war, he rips apart the Zroa, the arm of his victim, as well as its skull. And this is often explained that when they went to war and the enemy would, with their zroa, with their arm, would raise a spear or a sword against them, they were able to hack off the arm of the enemy and didn't stop there, but they went on to cut off the enemy's head. A little gory, but that's the power, the military power of God. And they saw war, as some would say, sometimes the word ro'o does not mean to see, but to choose. 
For example, Yosef said to Paro, V'ato yere Faro ishnavon v'chacham, which means Paro will choose a wise man. In any case, they chose the racious low. They chose the first lands that the Jewish people encountered, hayarden for their own. And one of the reasons they did so is because Moshe Rabbeinu, whose grave is unknown and who was buried somewhere on the east side of the Jordan, was buried in the territory of God. Kishom chelkas mechokek sofun, because there lies buried the great lawmaker, the great lawgiver, Moshe Rabbeinu. He's buried there somewhere in God's territory. Vayese Roshe Om. Here, this could have one of two meanings following Rashi. Either that God came at the head of the people, God volunteered to be the chalutz, to be the pioneer, to be the uh, avant-garde, the forerunners, the frontliners. That's Vayese Roshe Om. And in doing so, Tzidkas Hashem also umishpatov im Yisrael. In doing so, God uh, kept their word, did what was right, uh, and, and, and that's a, a blessing to God. They did what they promised. Or, Rashi suggests, Vayese Roshe Om could refer to Moshe. After all, we just said that the, on the territory of God, that is where Moshe was buried. Shom Chelkas Mechokek Sofun. So we're speaking of Moshe. So of Moshe, it is said that he led the people. And he, Moshe Rabbeinu, did Tzidkas Hashem Osa, did God's righteous work, Umishpotov Im Yisroel, and brought God's laws to the Jewish people. And so we have concluded the fourth section, going from Ravi to Chamishi, and in Yetz Hashem tomorrow, we will do the next, we will move on to Chamishi to Shishi.